Nedarim dafnun bet. The last thing we were discussing was if a person vowed not to eat pickled things or cooked things, or if he said, I'm not going to eat a roast, or I'm not going to eat a fish, or this type of fish, and what would be the halacha? And with that, we're going to start Nun Aleph Amudibet by the Mishnah on the bottom, two lines from the bottom, where it says, Hanoder mina halav mutar bakum. If a person vowed not to eat or drink milk, he's allowed to eat the whey. The whey is water that comes out of the milk. They're not exactly milk, but they're not exactly water either. There's something in the middle. And he prohibits eating the whey because that's part of the milk and that's a part of what someone vowed on. If a person vowed from the whey, he's allowed to drink the milk because that's not part of the whey. That's for sure. Abba Shaul Omer, he's another halacha. Hanoder mina gevina, if a person said he won't eat cheese, asur ba, he's not eat cheese, ben meluha, utfela, whether it's salty, whether it's raw as is, and even though most cheeses are salty, we don't say that's dafka what he was uh, thinking about. And hanoder min habasar, if a person vowed not to eat meat, mutar barotev, he's allowed to eat the gravy, ubkipa, or the sediments of the boiled meat at the bottom of the pot. Verebiuda, and some say it's Rebiosi. Oser, he doesn't he doesn't allow the gravy or the sediments. And Amarebiuda, Rebiuda says one time Rebitarfon even prohibited the eggs that were cooked with that meat. And Amrulon Hachamim told the Rebiuda or Biosi, it's true because Ematai. When the ones you said, Bismanchi Omar Basar Zealai. Meaning when someone said this specific meat is Asur, then anything cooked with it is also Asur because Shanodemina Davar, because someone vowed from something and got mixed up with other stuff, Asur. If it gives off flavor to something else, that thing becomes Asur as well. Meaning the rule is when it comes to food that when things mix together, if the, the thing that is mutar, uh, absorbed flavor from something that is asur, even the, even though the heter, the whatever, is, whatever is permissible is the majority, still the, that flavor makes it asur. Now the Ran asks, but it's something that it's davash eshlomatrin. It's something that's going to be mutar. If you do atar nedarim, then this thing becomes mutar. And if something is mutar, even if it got mixed up in a thousand, it'll never be batel. So then what's it make a difference if it gives off flavor or not? Even a little bit should be asur. So the ran of here, this big ran, explains when it's two of the same thing, like meat and meat, then even in a thousand it won't mix, it won't become batel, it won't be negated. But over here it's mixed with something else, and when it comes to something else, it could be negated if it's Batel B'Shishim, if the ratio is 1 to 60. And he quotes the famous reef that bread that was baked with meat in the oven, it becomes Asur. Why? Because it's going to be Mutar if you eat it with meat. Therefore, it's uh, we can just call it Asur. And they learned out of that reef that even when it's mixed with something that it's not its own kind, if, if it's going to be Mutar, then it'll never be negated. 
and the sources from Masechet Betza, and the Rishonim were pushing away the reef. But the Ran explains that you could even say that according to the reef, that if something is going to be mutar, that mixed up with something that's not its kind, you could still be mevatelet negeret 1 to 60. And the only difference with bread is it's not going to be mutar later, right? I Meaning, in general, something that is asur now, it's going to be mutar later, but something that is mutar now just depends how you eat it, that has different rules. And that's why when it comes to that bread, it's not it's not mevatel even in anything else. And the Mishnah continues, if someone vowed from wine, mutar he's allowed to eat foods that have wine flavor in it. But if he said, I'm not going to taste this wine, and then this wine fell into the food, if it's giving off flavor, at that point you're not allowed to eat it because you made that wine hashuv. And the Rana, the next Amud, also says something important, that there is a difference in the language he used. Over here he said, Shani Toim, tasting. Meaning even if it's just a little bit of flavor, that's also a source. There was a big difference. Now, the Gemara starts on Nun Bet Amud Bet. We said if a person vows from milk, he's allowed the whey, because it's called whey, it's not called the milk, but Rabbi Yossi is Oser, or Minu. We have a problem. We're going to learn later on in the Mishnah, that min ha'adashim asur ba'ashishim. If someone values not going to eat lentils, he's asur with the ashishim. Ashashim is uh, lentils that were mixed with uh, honey. And some, and Tosfot explains that it's the, the junk, the, the leftovers of the of the lentils. So if someone said, I'm not going to eat lentils, he's not allowed to eat ashishim. Verbiosi is matir. So Rabbi Yossi is matir because he feels that these ashishim are part of the adashim, even though... When it comes to milk, he holds that the whey and the milk are the same thing. Lichora, they should both be asur. So the Gemara explains, Each Tana went by the language in his, in his town, whatever is commonly used. Meaning, in the, in the place of Rabbanan, They call milk, milk. Koma, koma, way is way. It's not milk, and that's why they hold that if someone vowed from milk, he's allowed to eat the, he's allowed to drink the way. However, in the place of halba, they call it the way of milk, the water of milk, and that's why he said it's asur. But on the other hand, when it comes to the ashishim, they're totally different, and nobody calls them adashim. Even Rabbi Yossi would be okay with it. And the Gemara brings another Brayta in, in this type of case. If someone vows from milk, he's allowed the way. And if he vowed from the way, he's allowed to eat the milk. And same idea. If someone said, I'm not going to eat the milk, he's allowed the cheese. But if he said, I'm not going to eat the cheese, he's allowed to eat the milk. And the idea is, once they change the language, once uh, the name changed, people don't call this that, and therefore you're allowed to have it. And some idea, someone said, I'm not going to eat the gravy, he's allowed with the sediments of cooked meat at the bottom. And if he said, I'm not going to eat the sediments, he's allowed to eat the gravy. However, if he said, I'm not going to eat this meat, then asur bo, ubrot bo, keep on, he's not allowed to eat the meat, he's not allowed to eat the gravy, and he's not allowed to eat the sediments of the boiled meat on the bottom of the pot. 
Here's another din. Hanoder min ayin. If someone vowed from wine, mutar betavshil sheish botam yayin. Is allowed anything cooked that has a flavor of wine. However, Amar konam yayin zesha eni toim. If he said, I, I vow that I'm not going to taste this wine. And it fell into the into the food. If it has a flavor of wine, at this point it is asur. And the next Mishnah, if a person varies not going to eat grapes, he's allowed to eat wine. from olives, he's allowed olives because the name is different. If a person said, I vow that uh, these olives and these grapes I'm not going to taste, then Asur Bayen will be Otsemein. He's not to eat from them or anything that comes out of them. And the Gemara starts. Ba'ayan has a question on that last piece where he said, These olives and these grapes I'm not going to taste. Is it Eludavka? What's, what's making everything that comes out of it Asur? Is it the fact that he said, Elud, these? Or, or the, what's making it asur is any time that I'm not going to taste dafka. I mean, what's the well, what's making everything that comes out of it asur? Is it the word elu or is it any time? So now the Gemara explains isal kadatach elu dafka. If you want to tell me it's because of the word elu sheni time lamali, then why do I need the words sheni time? I'm not going to taste. Meaning, if you would have just said konam zetivanivim elu, that would have been enough. What's the Hidush? That the Afagav, the Amar Sheni Toim, even though he said, I'm not going to taste, that if he said the word Elu, that's why they're Asur. And if he didn't say Elu, then it's not Asur. And the Gemara tries to bring a proof from Mishnah later on. If a person said, I vow that these fruits are going to be like a Korban on me. Or he said, they're konam like a korban to my mouth. He's not allowed to have them. He's not allowed to have, if you traded, let's say, that fruit for another fruit, or you sold it, that money you can't use. And same idea, if you planted them and they grew, you're not allowed to use. However, mutar. but what comes out of them, let's say I squeezed that grape and grape juice came out, that would be mutar. And it sounds like when you said the word elu, like you said before, konam perota elu alai, you're allowed what comes out of it. You would be allowed to squeeze, and that's to answer our question. The Gemara says no. You could even say what comes out of them is asur. But when he's saying konam perota elu alai, there's there's a bigger hidush they're trying to tell me that the chilufehen. That if you traded the apple for a different apple, if you sold the apple, whatever it is, it's just as as bad or it's just as prohibited as if you would plant them and they grew. So the Gemara tries to bring another proof to what we to the to the question. Tashema, if a person said, "Konam fruits she'eni ochel ve'she'eni toem." I'm not going to taste fruits or taste uh, or eat them. Mutar He's allowed for anything that is that is uh, traded for them, or if they you plant them and grow and they grow and the different fruits come out. Ha mehen asur. What you understanding that what comes out of them is asur. The Gemara says maybe not. Maybe I did Maybe that's not the reason. Maybe it's really mutar. And the reason they didn't mention here because the first Mishnah over here, the first one that we said that konam perot elu alai konam lefi asur halofen begdu lehem, it didn't mention anything about 
what comes out of them, the Jews. So therefore, over here also in the Sefa, the next the part of that Mishnah, they didn't mention anything about what comes out of it either. And the Gemara brings another proof from our Mishnah to, to figure out the answer. Tashema, we learned in the Mishnah, One time I vowed for meat and Rebitarfon allowed me even the eggs that were cooked with the meat. Amrulon Hachamim told him, Ematai, that's Bizman Shamar Basar Zealai. That's when you said this meat is Asur. Why Shahnoder Min Hadavar? If I vowed from something, Vinit Arev Bahir and I got mixed with other stuff, Vijbo Biroten Tam and it gives off flavor. Hareze Asur, it's Asur and Tosfor explains the same way by this Noten Tam. When he said this meat is Asur to me, same thing. When you say the word Elu, you're Asur even from the juice that comes out of it. So now the Gemara understands. Okay. I understand when you say these fruits or this food or this means, okay, I got it. It means specific and that it, that's why it's Asur. Now we're going to veer off from Elu and we're just going to have a question on B'She'eni Toim. When someone says She'eni Toim, is it Dafka or Lav Dafka? Is what the Mishnah means that if someone said Elu or any Toim, you're Asur, even what comes out of it, or when you say She'eni Toim, is not Dafka, and therefore, if someone said She'eni Toim, you wouldn't be Asur, what comes out of it. So Tashema, so here's, we're going to try to answer from here. Dag Dagim She'eni Toim, if someone says fish or fish in plural, I'm not going to taste. Asur bahe'en yinala eat fish, ben nigedolim, ben ktanin, big, small, ben chayim, ben mevushalim, whether they're alive or cooked. Umutar betari terufa, and you're allowed to eat the chopped up uh, tari type of fish. Ubtsir, and the brine that comes out of the fish. Bottom line is, you see, he said here, she'eni to'em, and you're still allowed to eat the the, the brine or, or whatever juice that comes out of it. So you see, when you say the word esheni toim, it's not uh, it's not uh, can be oser what comes out of it. Now Rabbah doesn't like that. He doesn't like that answer. That uh, if someone vowed from fish, he's allowed to eat uh, the brine. He holds that's only That's only the brine that already came out of it before the vow. But if uh, the brine or whatever oil or whatever came out of it, it, it not necessarily it's mutar. It could be it's still a question. And the Gemara ends off that Rava is still not sure. And the Ran brings up when someone says Perot Elu, there's no question that even the juice that comes out of it is Asur. The question with uh, when he said Shani Toim, the Gemara ends off with uh, Safek, and we know the rule when it comes to Nadarim. Safek, you have to be, uh, to be Muhammad, you have to be strict. Now, the Rambam holds when someone says Shani Ochel Shani Toim. Sha'ani Ochel is going on the food, Sha'ani Toim is going even on the juice. So, according to the Rambam, when someone says Sha'ani Ochel, you would be, uh, you would be uh, mutar in the juice. And only when you said Sha'ani Toim, you would be asur to drink the juice. And we will stop right here. Baruch Hashem Le'olam. Amen. Ve'amen.